How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing DJ Cam of the mighty 107.9 radio station out of Valdosta. Valdosta. Fantastic, yep. fantastic. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yes. Glad to have you here. Uh, you mentioned that we uh, have met before, but we have never officially sat down we and never, spoke. No, we've never officially sat down and spoke. So this is the first time. Okay. So I hope you don't think I'm dull. No, of course not. <laughs> I could tell by the energy when you brought into the building that I know. it's something different. <laughs> it's early, too. <laughs> and it's crazy. Like, I, I'm only here this weekend because I had to DJ a 40th birthday in Savannah. Okay. So I literally left from there last Last night, um, maybe around almost one. Okay. So I got back here to Statesboro, maybe about two. Okay. Maybe went to sleep like three thirty, almost four, because you gotta kind of wind down okay. a little bit. So to be up right now and alive and active. The hustle <laughs> is real, is what I hear. It's very real. It it goes on and on. Like on the norm, I probably go to bed maybe like four o'clock in the morning. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so tell me a, a little bit about kind of, I guess, how you initially started DJing and how you got into this industry, because it is a very uh, demanding industry, if you will. It is. It is a very uh, male-dominated okay. industry. Um, there are a lot of, of male DJs. To be a female DJ and to be in this industry, you have to come harder than okay. everybody else. Um, so to answer your question, to start off... Um, I have a cousin, DJ Cheese, Okay. straight out of New Jersey. Shout out to DJ Cheese. Love you, fam. Um, I went to go visit him. Gosh, I mean, it was like you? 16. Okay. So I was like 16. My mom is from New Jersey. Okay. So she used to throw like family block parties like every other year in New Jersey, like in the projects that she used to live in. Okay. So we went and she had him DJ. And up north, like, they play a lot of house music, a lot of dance music. Down south, we don't really hear that type of stuff. You hear the little baby, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, up there, the vibe is just intense. Mm. Like, it's everybody is dancing. Okay. Everybody. There's not one single song. I don't care how hard you are, like, or anything. Everybody's dancing. And DJ Cheese just, he just grabs his audience. And at 16, like, seeing that, wow mm -hmm. <laughs> you know you're you're seeing something like that and you're like dang like you know I think I want to do something like this so I just kind of watched him and um I got it you know just a little bit more into it with him after that and we kept in touch seriously DJing I was maybe 19 mm. um I was 19 I lived in Macon I had a friend of mine um DP shout out to you DP because you put me on to this as well and he hit me up with a DJ, DJ Rude, out of Macon. And he let me kind of work with him for about, maybe about two weeks. But we clashed. Me and the DJ clashed. On, on what? We clashed because I was still, like, I was fresh in college. I'm not from Macon. I didn't know anybody. DP was the first person I ever met. Um, so it was like, I had to focus on school. And it was like, hey, man, like, you know, um, I have, you know, class at like 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, at this time, I'm not used to this this life. So it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, man, I got to go to sleep. Like, yeah. you know, I, I got to go to sleep. And he's like, well, you know, school will already be there. It will always be there. You know, focus on this. And 
how do you tell your mom that? You sure. know, <laughs> she's helping me. So I can't sure. tell her I'm, you know, ducking classes to go DJ. So I stopped after that because the scheduling just wasn't working out. Um, I picked back up maybe a couple of years after that. Um, I moved back here to Statesboro with my mom, started going to Georgia Southern, and I met up with some DJs outside of Savannah, mm -hmm. DJ A-Rod, DJ Mike Fresh. So, yeah. so at this period of time, how, how uh, deep did you get into the DJ? How, like, how were your skills? <laughs> Not great. Okay. <laughs> they were still so early on. Yeah. Um, they were showing me like the, you know, my cousin, he showed me stuff, but I didn't have equipment then. Okay. Um, I, it was just visual. Sure. It was just something that looked like, oh, this looks cool. It looks fun. Like, sure. I want to do this. But I didn't do anything. <laughs> and even with with uh, DJ Rude and Macon, like, I still didn't have equipment. Okay. It was just me going to his studio. And helping. Yep, working okay. with his stuff, learning how to scratch and stuff with, with his equipment. Mm. So it was me learning off of their stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really even officially get DJ equipment until 23. Mm. I was probably like 23. Mm -hmm. And this is after you got back to Statesboro. Yep, this is after I got back to Statesboro. Was it always just kind of like still there, like this itch that yes. you had to? Okay. Yes, it was always there. Um, in Macon, I mean, I hung around other people that worked at the radio station. Shout out to everybody at Power 1071. Um, DJ Protege, you know, I'm going to drop names right now. Like, everybody, thank y'all for helping me. They they put me on to that scene. Okay. They put me on to the DJ scene. I hung out with a lot of DJs. So I still was a visual, okay. you know, trying to just pick up what they learned and, and what they knew. Um, when I got my equipment, I was two hours away from them people. <laughs> I was two hours away from them. Um, you know, DJ A-Rod and DJ Mike Fresh, they helped me out a lot. But a lot of times, you know, Savannah, is, that's like an hour from here. That's right. So still trying to pick up on that stuff and still be in school was difficult. So I was self-taught. <laughs> I, I self-taught myself a lot. My, um, my mom was like, I'm going to help you get your equipment. Mm. And I said, thank you so much. And like, I think so it she, was. She knew that you had this. She knew. Yeah. And I felt that like when she got, she got me my first turntable for Christmas. And I swear, <laughs> waterworks. When I saw it, I literally started crying. Mm. That was probably the best gift like ever. Cause that gift has me to where I am now. Um, instantly, like I was, I was up late at night, like in my bedroom, practicing just different stuff, uh, looking on YouTube, you know, how to blend music, how to scratch music, you know, what is BPM? What, you know, what mm -hmm. do I need to do? How do I get my music? Where do I go? You know, I'm asking these people these questions too, but they have lives, they have things going on. Sure. So, you know, they can't be bothered with me all the time. It's okay to help somebody, but you know, we, they also have big things going on too. So, um, the first time I DJed a party, I was just thrown out there. <laughs> it was like, you know, sink or swim. Uh -huh. uh, it was Orange Crush. Okay. Familiar <laughs> Which, with that. Yes. So if people aren't familiar with that, Orange Crush is a huge beach event that was in Tybee. It's a big deal. It is a huge deal. Huge deal. So how, how did you, I, I guess, like, how do you go from, you know, kind of like <laughs> just bedroom scratching to all of a sudden, like, like on on the beachfront. 
So A-Rod would have, like, where he would have um, the starting off DJs, basically, like, rookie DJs, we would open up for him. Okay. So he knew I had been practicing. He knew what was going on, him and Mike. You know, they they knew, they said, you know, you're a good DJ. Yeah. But you don't really know. You sure. know, you're you're thinking, okay, they're just being nice, uh-huh. you know. Um, it was Orange Crush. It was this party, like, downtown Savannah. And he was like, all right, go ahead. You know, got my stuff. He already had his stuff hooked up and everything. So I'm like, okay, now I got a DJ on his board, too. Uh. So I have to learn how to use your stuff. I've been using my stuff this whole time. Now I have to learn how to use yours. Sure. So... He was like, all right, I got to go outside real quick. I was like, okay, seriously? Uh-huh. So you're just going to leave me here with these people and just be, like, DJing? Um, I had other DJs up there to try to help me, like, kind of figure out what was going on. But because he's DJed so long on his board, like, some of the knobs were stuck. Yeah. And he knew how to, you know, work it. Work it, yeah. Man, one of the songs, I had a song playing. Then one of the songs just went off. And I could not figure out how to get the other song on. It was like a, it, it had four different knobs going uh-huh. on. And I was like, what do I do? Mine, my controller was just a basic starter controller. Sure. It just had two knobs. Sure. That's it. Left to right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has four, like, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So finally, this other guy comes up and he's like, here, there you go. Just press that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay. well, great. Uh-huh. That was probably the worst experience ever. But it's a teaching experience sure. because, I mean, things happen often. Um, a lot of times it's like acting. It's like a play. Sure. So nobody knows your lines. If you mess up, you know, just keep it going because they're not going to know. Mm-hmm. They obviously knew I messed up because it was off for a little second. But, you know, it was like, okay, we're having some technology things going on right now. Just kind of bear with us. You know, it'll work out. But that was definitely um, how how did it feel like? So how long did you were you were you on for? Oh, my God. It felt like I was there for like an hour. (laughs) It it probably wasn't even that long. Um, When he came back inside. Honestly, that may, I mean, that was years ago. That may have been like 20, 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, here you go. Yeah. You, can, you can have it back. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm good, you know. Let me practice this a little bit more. Sure. And then let's do this. Um, they still kind of put me on with a lot of different events after that. It was, you know, different things. Like, oh, we have this party that's in South Carolina. We can't do it because we're double booked. Do you want to go do it? Sure. Sure. You know, that's extra money. I'll take it. I'll drive to South Carolina. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, the exposure. Um, It's Savannah State homecoming. We need you to open up for us to do this. Would you like to come? Sure. Great. You know, yeah, Savannah State homecoming. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and the events just kind of started going after that. It was a sweet 16. It was a baby shower. It was you know, a wedding. It was just different things. There, there's something important here that I want to discuss. Okay. Um, a lot of times, you know, when you are starting your own business, when you are doing these things, mm-hmm. you will be faced with challenges, right? You, you're faced with, you know, something that maybe didn't go exactly the way that you had played in your head. And maybe it wasn't like the, the smoothest. Mm-hmm. What made you continue to push 
what made you kind of say, okay, well, you know, I just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm an orange crush, like, you know, just <laughs> dropping like the beat, the beats getting out of sync and everything. And, and then you actually say, hey, look, like, actually, I'm going to lean into it. Because yeah. a lot of people, they could become discouraged. Yeah. What advice would you have for somebody in that Do realm? it. Just do it. Mm. To answer your question, the, the people that that I know that didn't believe in me are the people that kept me going. Mm. You know, it was the people that was, you know, oh, you only want to DJ because you want to be in the clubs. Mm. Okay, I don't even club like that. Um, even now, even as a DJ, if I was to go out of town right now, we don't go to clubs. Mm. We, you know, I may go to a lounge to just chill. I'm big on eating and drinking and going home to sleep. I'm almost 30. I don't have time to be out. I'm out until 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning because I'm working. Sure. I'm getting paid to be there. Sure. But if I'm not getting paid to be there, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it was it was the people that, that did that. It was the people that didn't really believe that this was something serious that I really wanted to do. It was the, you know, the times where I felt like, well, gosh... I really don't know if I can do this. Like, I know I'm getting a little bit better. Sure. But, you know, what am I doing? Like, Kamala, what are you really doing? Mm -hmm. Like, I would really have to have those type of conversations with myself sometimes because I would really feel like, okay, I see all these different people, you know, progressing. Like, I, I've been with, you know, with, with okay, for example, DJ A-Rod and Mike Fresh, you know, starting off with them in these clubs, we would be in the smaller towns, you know, uh, Millen or Pembroke or, you know, uh, Richmond Hill or something, you know, Ridgeland, South Carolina, and it would be the smaller towns. And, you know, now they're doing shows for, you know, going on, on tour with artists and Sick. hanging out with people, mm -hmm. you know, at Capitol Records and sure. hanging out in New York and stuff. And it's like, dang, you know, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. Um, I always said I never wanted to be famous. I just want to be rich. Mm. I want to be able to do what I do, love what I do, continue to have the passion for what I do without having the crazy stuff go with me. You sure. know what I'm saying? Um, it was it was that that made me continue to go harder. It was also being around other DJs that I see that go harder, and I'm like, you know, I want to do this. My my boyfriend DJ Rain, he is also a DJ. Mm -hmm. We DJ at the same radio station. We DJ at some of the same clubs. Um, if I can't do anything, he'll do it for me. Mm -hmm. If he can't do anything, I can do it for him. Mm -hmm. Seeing him, living with him, you know, and see how he goes hard. I mean, he practices. He, I, I will give him credit. He is definitely a better DJ than me. <laughs> I have no problem admitting that. First time that. we've ever heard yes, that. it'll be the only time. <laughs> the only time. So, Travis, if you hear this, this, this is the only time. Um, but... Seriously, um, seeing people like that go so hard yeah. and listening to them, it's like, okay, I know I can do that. Mm -hmm. And to be at the level that I am and to be doing this for so long that I have, it's, it's still mind-boggling to me sometimes. Sometimes I can't even believe it, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So it sounded like you, you had some doubts in there. I did. I did. In the beginning, I had doubt. And you just have to rise above that. Can you recall the moment that you, you finally said, hey, this is something that I can do? I think when I moved to Valdosta, I was there um, 
my boyfriend had already lived there for a year before I got there. He was already established on the radio, established in clubs, DJing and stuff. When I got there, we were at a cookout. They had these family cookouts, just DJs, people, media people, everybody from the radio station stuff. We would have family cookouts on Sundays. And um, one of the DJs from 107.9, AP, shout out to you, AP, he was like, hey, I think you should be on the radio with us. And I was like, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, really? So, so what had he listened to? Were, were you just like hanging out? I, we or were, were just you... hanging out. I, I mean, I used to put mixes on Mixcloud mm-hmm. every now and then. Um, like once I, I started recording a lot of my mixes, I was like, you know, hey, might as well put these online. Mm-hmm. So um, I learned about Mixcloud from one of my Georgia Southern classes. And I started putting my mixes and stuff on there. And I guess he listened to them. So when he asked me, I was like shocked. And I, I pulled rain over. I was like, hey, like AP asked me to be on the radio and do mixes. Like, you think I should do it? <laughs> so, he, But he was at the radio station already. Yes, he was at the radio station gotcha. already. He was already on. He was already established with a night and everything. Um, and I was like, sure. So to start me off, he asked me to do Throwback Thursdays. Okay. So I was like, great, you know. That's I'll, a great opportunity. Yeah, like I, I will definitely do I that. I love throwbacks. Right. Who, who, <laughs> who does it, right? throwbacks, you know. <laughs> so when he asked me, it was so shocking. And I literally, I'm like, I'm not even from here. I don't even live here yet. And this man is asking me to be on the radio here, mm-hmm. like to do mixes. Oh, great. You know, mm-hmm. that's cool. So whenever I would come and visit Rain, I would go to the radio station and I would go live with them. So he would do a live show and like we would just kind of go in there. We would DJ live on the radio. We may go live on Facebook or we may go live on IG or something. Sure. Um, and since then, I mean, it's that's how it's been. But I, I do want to say that that is the moment to me where it felt like, OK, you're not bad, girl. You got this. Like, you tripping. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, you just have to have those little moments. Sometimes, I mean, we're human. It's okay to be real and to let that out. And I, I did. I had self-doubt for a really long time because for in the beginning, too, with a lot of different things, I was getting booked for family events. Sure. So I'm like, okay, you know, family. Of course, they're going to want to have me as a DJ, you uh-huh. know, to support me. But I'm thinking... I want to do some real stuff. You know, the baby showers and stuff that, that I was getting put on from other people is fun. But I want somebody to actually come to me and say, hey, DJ Cam, we want to book you for this, you know. Mm-hmm. So to have AP come to me and say, hey, you want to be on radio? Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yes. I, I think, you know, for me, uh, one of the questions I have is, you know, the industry continues to change. Right. You know, especially radio. I mean, radio has been around probably uh, one as one of the oldest technologies. It is. And and how do you compete against, you know, I guess, like Spotify and podcasts? Like how what what is that dynamic like? What why why should someone now listen to the radio, in your opinion? You can keep up. To me, it's it's the creativity of the DJs Mm -hmm. is what makes the radio station to me fun. I'm so, so honest. Throughout the week, throughout the middays and stuff, you know, having the talk shows and stuff, in the mornings, you know, breakfast club, um, you know, head crack, I I really listen to those shows, but not really to the Mm -hmm. full extent. I mostly listen to 
the at night stuff. Mm -hmm. When the DJs are playing their mix shows. On the weekends, when you get in the car and you're on your way to Savannah or you're on your way to, you know, the bars or something and you hear a DJ, you know, having their mix on. That's what makes me want to listen to the radio. Gotcha. I think that that's the difference. You can get mixes on Spotify. And I, I think even now, like on iTunes and, and Apple Music and stuff, DJs will have their mixes on Correct. there. But um, to me, it's just better to listen to on the radio because we have, like at 107.9, we have DJs from Ohio. We have DJs from Atlanta. We have DJs not just from Valdosta that are local DJs that have mix shows. Um, we have DJs from you know, other places that send us their mixes mm -hmm. and they play those. And that's not always stuff that you can get from Spotify. Gotcha. Um, some of those DJs, it's like you're missing some of the best things. You know, you may have a local DJ that is great. I mean, super great. But that person may be overlooked because somebody else is just as popular as them. Maybe mm -hmm. they have a little bit more of a fan base than this DJ. Mm -hmm. So although the less popular DJ is on the radio, you're probably not going to listen to him because a lot of people don't really listen to the radio as often. But to me, that's what I think is the difference in it. Um, it's just being able to, to listen to more of a, a variety of DJs. Like, I love going to other cities and turning on the radio to try to see what their DJs are playing. I guess every every city has a, a different flavor, if you Yes. Will. Oh, my gosh. Yes. If you come to Valdosta, you're going to get... Um, so I'm probably like 10 minutes from the Florida State Line. Okay. So you're going to hear a lot of, of Florida music. They call it uh, juking music, you uh -huh. know, stuff like that. You're going to hear a lot of music like that. Um, like I said, when you go up north, you're going to hear a lot of house music mm -hmm. on the radio. You're going to hear just stuff like that. You know, um, you go to, let's see, where's other kind of music? Like, it's, it's so much different kind of music. Mm -hmm. Obviously, New Orleans, Florida, Atlanta is, is always on its own level of itself. <laughs> you know, Atlanta is, is just, uh, it's a country of its own. Yeah, you know? that's right. So you're going to hear just the different music from all these other people. And that's what I love about it. Like, it, it's, we, I'm telling you, we're riding in the car and we're going somewhere. We'll turn off whatever we're listening to just so we can find a radio station to hear the DJs, hear what they're playing, mm -hmm. hear what the new music is that's hot, you know, considered down here. And if it's something that's down there that maybe I've never heard, take that back to Valdosta so that way they can know it. That's right. Um, that to me is the difference. Th three things that you would, you know, tell a aspiring someone maybe in your shoes, mm -hmm. or maybe if you could, you know, go back in time and talk to yourself, what are three things, three words of like of advice that you would give yourself? Keep going, mm. you know, keep going. Um, prepare yourself <laughs> for some really late nights. <laughs> <laughs> and some really early mornings mm -hmm. and make a no request sign. <laughs> no request? Do DJs like typically always hate that? <laughs> I do. Uh -huh. um, typically, you, okay, so you'll have some that are like, you know, I like requests. I hate requests. I'm so sorry, y'all. I am so sorry. Yes. If you tell me one more time. Yes, it, because, okay, so you're like in the zone, you know, you got this going, you got people uh -huh. on the floor, everything is good, like the vibe is great. And then you'll have this drunk person come up out of nowhere and they're like, hey, 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 you got that, uh, 
you got that, uh, they never know the song. <laughs> okay? Learn the song. <laughs> Learn the artist. Give me your phone. Show me something. Like, I'll have this guy at this club I DJ, at, and he'll come up to me, and it's the same thing every time. Mm. He'll be like, hey, you'll play that. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like <laughs> me? And I'm like, dude, like, what? I got little baby playing right now. Yeah, yeah, How am yeah, I yeah, supposed yeah. to play Pussycat Dolls right after yeah, little baby? You know, right. this isn't that type of environment. That's right. Um, I think the biggest thing with that is that a lot of the times people don't realize that stuff that they may like mm-hmm. may not be what goes with the crowd or what other people may like. That's right. They're not DJs. They don't understand the expertise in that. Um, which is fine. That's mm-hmm. not a big deal for me at all. But it's just hard if I'm in a club and I get requests constantly. You know, being a DJ, you're the first person there. You're the last person to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you constantly have drunk people coming in and out, you know, of your booth or in and out of your area, constantly requesting songs. Sure. It, it just kind of throws off your game. So, so for you, uh, if you were to define what a DJ is, what would you say the responsibilities are of a DJ? Be an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You are an entertainer to the fullest. Um, DJ Fatboy Rhymer said it best to me. That's City Girls DJ. Um, he said that he, he's not just a, a DJ. He's an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Because when you go on stage, you're not just press and play. You mm-hmm. know, I think a lot of people don't understand that as a DJ, you know, the biggest saying and I have so many friends that have shirt, they have hats, they have merchandise, all that stuff is respect the DJ. Mm. You know, you have to respect the DJ and you have to understand that we're not just up here pressing play and we're just clicking the one song, going to the next. We're entertaining you guys. We're keeping you on your feet. Mm-hmm. The music is the biggest part of whatever you have. You can't have a party without music. That's right. You can't have a party with whack music because then right. you'll talk about me later on. You know, <laughs> you're not going to talk about me later on. <laughs> but... You have to understand that we're doing our job. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is a big deal, you know, being up, up there in front of a crowd full of people and you are trying to look for this song, that song, and you know this song fits well with this song and it blends well with that song. That beat goes great with this. And, you know, you have to understand that we're up there making magic happen. That's right. You don't see what's going on in there, but we're up there. We're making magic happen. We're keeping you on your feet. We're keeping you entertained. You're doing the wobble. Maybe after that, you might do the bus stop. I might slow it down to some Chris Brown so that way you can breathe a little bit. Uh (laughs) Don't burn him out. Yeah, you know, but you have to understand that we're up there. We're doing a lot. As a DJ, you you are an entertainer. You're you're rocking the mic. You're hosting. You're you're not just playing music. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta talk to people. You gotta keep them up. You That's gotta right. do what you have to do. And you know, sometimes it can be real easy, and sometimes it can be a real tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a really tough crowd. Um, they have this this club that I DJ at in Valdosta. It's called the Ambeds. Okay. They, the first night I DJed, the bar manager was like, you ready? And he just kept scaring me. I was like, what you mean? Like, it's, it's just a bar, right? Yeah, and he yeah. was like, no. This is like Showtime at the Apollo. Oh, really? Yes. He said, like, seriously, when you come in here, if you're not good, the crowd will come and tell you that you are not good. They mm. will not dance. They will not stand up. They will come up here and request, 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 request. Uh-huh. 
first night, oh my God, like I was struggling because it's one of, it's like a, a veterans post. Okay. So it's an older crowd. You're talking about maybe 30 and up. I'm talking about 30 to maybe 60, 70. Okay. So it's pretty big range. Yes. Right? Okay. Pretty big range. So you can go from playing like some really old school music, some 70s, 80s music to maybe after like 1130. That's when you are dropping like some Gunna and Lil uh -huh. Baby and, uh -huh. you know, all that stuff. So I was just all over the place mm -hmm. the first time I was there. And people just kept coming in there like, hey, baby, give me something I can dance to. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, calm down, you know, guys. This is my first night yeah. here. They were like wanting me to play Florida music. I didn't have any Florida music at the time, you know, I'm living in Statesboro, you know, like I was just coming to visit. They needed a DJ. They asked me to come. I was uh -huh. like, you know, great. Uh, DJ Big Twin put me onto this. Shout out to you, Big Twin. You did this to me. Um, but he got me in there and he was like, Cam, you just got to calm down. Just breathe uh -huh. and see. I don't do well under pressure. Mm. I, I don't. When it, it comes to it like that, I'm like, okay. Let me breathe. Mm -hmm. Let me get myself together. Let me try to focus a little bit more. I tried to do what I could. Obviously, the first night was not great. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. It took a little bit of time to kind of get myself there. Um, and now I'm there uh, every fourth weekend <laughs> of the month it. now. I'm there everywhere. I went there. I went from being like a, uh, I guess, a fill-in DJ to opening DJ to now I am one that has my own weekend. Okay. So... Now I do a whole lot better. They love me. That's you know, awesome. it, you just know that you just got to keep them on your feet. So, um, but being there, they, they, they are a tough crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's like I said, it's easy to go in and and rock like a, a good crowd, and you know, you just have people that want to dance and stand up, and then sometimes you'll have those people that are like, nah, like if they're really not feeling it, they're not going to dance just because At you're all. playing music. That's right. You know, so. Yeah, that I think that's that's the biggest thing. So so tell me a little bit about kind of like the magazine. What yes. are your responsibilities there? So you you have you know these gigs. You mm -hmm. you gig. Uh, you also um, DJ at the at uh, the Anvets. I DJ okay. at the Truth. I DJ kind of everywhere. A little bit. Yeah. And now it seems as if there's a uh, a magazine out, right? Yes. So what is your or what is your responsibilities there? So. I'm glad you asked that because I'm not just a DJ. I also went to Georgia Southern. I graduated from Georgia Southern, you know, Hale Southern. Um, I graduated with a journalism degree. Okay. So I've always been writing. That's always been a great thing of mine. Um, with the magazine, I am part of the everything. I'm basically the vice president for the R Report magazine as well. Okay. And what um, is the R Report? So the R Report is basically like double XL. But to me, a whole lot better. Obviously. Of course, of course. <laughs> so we have a lot of different um, artist content in there. We're putting models. We're putting, you know, clothing designers as well. We have, you know, endorsements from Bombay. We got, you know, DJ Tremaine in there doing his taxes. So if you guys, you know, need anything to do with credit or anything like that, DJ Tremaine got you. Um, we have just different interviews from different DJs on the other side. It's the, um, the in the mix magazine. And we have DJ interviews. So I've interviewed different DJs um, from, once again, Fat Boy Rhymer, which is City Girls Tour DJ right now, QC DJ. 
Uh, we got my significant other, DJ Rain, mm -hmm. um, who is literally almost everywhere in Valdosta DJing. He's DJing at SIP. He's DJing at Crave. He's DJing at The Truth. He's DJing at The Ambest. He's DJing on the radio. Like, you know, the list just continues to grow. Mm -hmm. uh, we got DJ Big Twin, who's out of Augusta, and he comes back and forth a lot of times to Valdosta. Um, big, big Twitch DJ. Mm. So COVID happened. A lot of times, you know, the clubs closed. We weren't doing anything. Big Twin definitely took Twitch and made it his his everything. Mm -hmm. And now he's getting booked in Detroit. That's sick. Like from Augusta mm -hmm. because of Twitch. Mm -hmm. You know, that's awesome. Um, we got DJ Tremaine in there once again. Tremaine, you need something done with your credit. Look for him, man. <laughs> so, so the publication is actually throughout all books a million it is it so, is so how throughout. does that work i mean so how do you navigate that oh my gosh so they sent us a book list we have a book list of all the different stores we got stores in ohio we got stores in south carolina we got stores in connecticut stores in new jersey um it's books a million pretty much is nationwide uh -huh. and we have copies in all of those that's awesome um it is great it is a blessing distribution yes we've been working on this magazine for two years wow Two years. Pat, shout out to Pat Gloucester. He is the founder, the creator, the the glue, the everything that held this magazine together. Pat, I, I do want to say this. Pat was battling a lot of health issues, and he still was able to do this magazine with the help of, of us. It was all teamwork. It was team effort. But Pat put this together, and, you know, he hit me up when I was here in college, and he was like, you know, Cam... I want you to be a part of this with us. He hit me up to be, I was a DJ of the month. Okay. So he was like, you know, when he found out that I was a writer, he was like, I need you on my team. <laughs> I need you on my team, like, right now. Like, not tomorrow, not, not yesterday, like, right now. So I was like, you know, yeah, um, I've been helping him do interviews. I've been helping him edit all the interviews that's in here. I've done things in there. I've edited a lot of stuff in here. Um, it's it to me. This is more than just being on the front cover and having an interview for myself. This is this is a product of stuff that we've actually worked hard on. Mm -hmm. Two years, man. Mm -hmm. Two years, and to see this finally come to life and to be inside of a bookstore to actually go in somewhere and see you, you know, on a front cover somewhere, you know, and you're able to buy a magazine. Mm -hmm. That's that's awesome. That's dope. It is, and. It's, it's been a blessing. Mm -hmm. It has been. DJ Cam, what's kind of like the future look like? What, what's, what's next? What's on the horizon? The future. I hope to just continue to keep growing and doing more. We're trying to put out another issue of the R Report, hoping to drop in October. So we're working extremely hard with that right now. We got a whole bunch of interviews set up with DJs and different artists, um, you know, trying to get different things to be able to put inside this magazine and be able to put this product out in a decent time. Of course, DJing, you know, I definitely want to do more with that, trying to pick up more with that. Um, now that I'm finished with school, I'm able to have the open availability to do stuff and to be able to travel more, obviously, down here, you That's know, right. um, to be able to do more. So I really just hope for a whole lot more right now. You, I mean, you know, like I said, you can, you can catch me on, on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock with the 9 o'clock beatdown, which play a part in the AP on 107.9. You know, for our mix show, you can catch me on Wednesdays. I also have a mix show playing out of Hollywood, Miami, Florida. Um, 
I'm on there at the V-Town Get Down at 5. Love it. Um, I'm also on In The Mix Radio. <laughs> oh, what? I'm you are everywhere. Yeah, I'm also on In The Mix Radio on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. That's also based from us as well. Um, and I mean, like, you know, like I said, you can catch me in, in different clubs. Just, I'm, I'm a little bit of everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit of, of everywhere. I want to have a mark everywhere I go. I love that. Yes. And how do people keep in touch with you? What, what's the best way to, you know, keep reach out? Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at underscore DJ Cam. That's underscore DJ K-A-M-M. Um, I'm really big on Instagram. I have a Facebook page, but it's all about Instagram to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, Facebook is good, um, but I have a lot of my aunties and my grandma and everybody on there. So... I'm really big on, on Instagram. You can okay. follow me on there. That's that's the best way to contact me or, or anything. Fantastic. Well, DJ Cam, thank you so much for your time. Yes. Uh, it was so fascinating to hear a little bit about how you got into everything. <laughs> uh, I see great things. You know, honestly, for me, I appreciate hustle. Yes. Right? And, and the DJ game. Because it's been, you know, uh, you know, you, you, it's so easy to kind of like have a controller now mm-hmm. to stand out, to really kind of like put in the time, put in the effort to make something happen. That is really inspiring. Yes. So uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you and for sharing me. your story. Yes. And uh, look forward to everything that you accomplish in the future. Thank you cool. as well. All right. <laughs>